What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 30.1. I'm talking articulately and making sure I don't pronounce any S's because you're going to hear a whenever whenever somebody has an S in their word. Maybe the S is for Skype because Skype is doing this to us. But anyway, um, like I said, my name is Drew. I will be your host for this evening, and I have two other co-hosts, one of them being Matt Quinn. I think Marvel Ultimate Alliance is brought to us by S because the game sucks. Oh, and we have Justin. What? 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 So, yeah. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Played through half. Oh, well, we didn't even play through half of it. I thought we did. Um, played through about one fourth of the game. Um, I don't like this game. Uh, I I did in two thousand six. This is the second. Wow! This is the second game that I have played for Phoenix Down that has made me hate the game. It's destroyed your nostalgia. Yeah. I, I am good at killing nostalgia for games because of this podcast. First one being, obviously, Alone in the Dark. I would rather play this game than Alone in the Dark. Not me, not in a million years. Really? Well, we'll get into that because I know you have a special reason why you do dislike this game. Um, and you know what? Since we're not we're not going through each chapter and stuff like that. Matt, go ahead. Tell me why. Did you finish this game, Matt? I did not finish this game. I did not even come close to finishing this game, and I probably never will finish this game. Okay. And what is the reason why? Fucking six X's. That's a lot of S's. Yeah. Motion controls. Just straight up don't work. Okay. The motion controls... You're playing the PS3 version of this game. Yes. Uh, and Justin and I were playing the Xbox 360 version. Uh, tell me exactly what the six-axis controls are for... Sorry, so the the one you couldn't finish was the one against Galactus. Yeah, and I almost couldn't finish the one against Ymir. Ymir. The, the big ice guy. Snow ice guy. Yeah. That took me two full hours to beat him. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. I think you have to hit him how many, like four times? Yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't happening. And there aren't even that many motion controls in it. It's only for these bosses. And the only thing you have to do ever for a motion control, other than like, so, let's say when Galactus picks you up and you have to like force your way out of his hand, mm-hmm. all you're doing is shaking the controller forward and backward. That one works. What doesn't work is, is when you when Silver Surfer is trying to distract him, uh-huh. and you need to input your sequence. I think there's maybe six. There's a good amount that yeah. you have to do. And basically, the only options are tilt the controller left, tilt the controller right, 
flip the controller up or flip the controller down. Okay. Not terribly hard things to do in the grand scheme of life. Uh-huh. But I could not. <laughs> uh, I thought for a while that it was the six-axis itself. Um, my fight with Galactus, I spent an hour and a half with the six-axis. I had hit him one time. And you only have to hit this guy three times. Um, another 15 minutes or so, I gave up on the six-axis and switched to my DualShock 3, figuring, oh, it's newer, you know, they worked out some bugs, didn't help. Uh, I spent, like, well, I spent, I spent an hour and 45 minutes total fighting him. I had hit him twice by then, but it was late at night, and... I didn't know if it was going to be 10 minutes before I hit him again or three hours or never because I was so tired and so frustrated that I was not even getting close. Like, I would be lucky to get one control correct. Hmm. I had sort of figured out how to do front and backs, and that was just flip the controller down violently every time. <laughs> um, but to go left and right just didn't work. Maybe 10% of the time. So if I happened to get one of those... I wasn't going to get the next three in a row. So when you say tilting the controller, you mean like holding it even with the ground and then tilting it kind of like a, a car, like like a, like you would a steering wheel? Uh, Yeah, but not on a flat – not on a horizontal flat plane. Okay. Like tilted up like a teeter-totter. Okay. So you're holding it with your left and right hand and say bring your right hand all the way up over your left hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that just didn't work. So then I came back the next night, played, you know, it takes about, I don't, from the last save point, maybe 10 minutes to get to him. Yeah. I played him for another 45 minutes, did not hit him one time, and then just said, fuck it. I've spent two and a half hours on one boss and can't do it. And I don't think I ever will. Okay. Well, here, I just typed in Mua. MUA and six axis. And there is an IGN board saying, does anybody have any advice on getting past the mini games on the PS3 version of Marvel ultimate Alliance? I have been having problems with the game, not registering my movements and the six axis controller. So I'm stuck on the Kraken boss as well as defusing the bombs on captain America's training disc level. The Kraken uh, wasn't particularly easy for me either, but that only took about 45 minutes total. <laughs> Only about one-third of my movements with the 6-axis controller registering. I've used two different Sony controllers and have had the same problem with both. I am, am I supposed to quickly jerk the controller to make sharp movements, or should I be tilting it slowly, or what? Let's see here. Um, nobody responded to him uh, in three days. You know, one person on that book says, tilt it slowly and hold it. Yeah. says, well, the answer seems to be tilt the controller slowly and hold it in position. I guess I was moving it too quick to be detected by the game. I hope this helps someone in the future. And that was it. Yeah, let me tell you that in the over four hours I spent on just those two bosses, I tilted it fast. I tilted it slow. I wanted to throw it through my TV. I did every possible thing you can do with that. And in the Galactus one, you don't have time to tilt it slowly. Yeah, that... You're... A third of a second 
too late, Silver Surfer just forgets how to fly and falls into Galactus. Yeah. It's, um... It's crap. You know, I've never been a fan of the six-axis control. This is the worst implementation of six-axis I've ever seen. Ever. Ever. And I'm not against it. I enjoy it when it works. I I loved the way it was implemented in Heavenly Sword. I loved controlling those arrows. Yeah. I thought that was fun. I thought it felt like it rewarded some skill. There was a lot of like, oh shit, I just missed it. I, I know to to tilt it closer, you know, tilt it harder next time so I can veer up over this snowbank and get this guy in the head. I thought that was pretty fun because I felt like what I was doing had a correlation to what was happening in the game. Mm-hmm. In this game, there's absolutely nothing. I I could do it like in the number of, of chances that I had, there were many times where I had the same input two times in a row and I would do it the first time and it would work. I would do it exactly the same time the second time and it didn't, didn't register. Hmm. There was there any button presses whatsoever nope. in those? None. Okay. I saw it was on the 360 version. Yeah. Buttons I can press. Yeah. X, Y, A, B. But I thought I could tilt a controller. So who knows? <laughs> this is true. So, you disliked the game, Justin. Yeah, I disliked no, the game throughout the entirety of the game. I thought it was a little boring, very bland. It didn't have any reason for me to love it. But I absolutely despised the game during those boss fights. I went from being more or less indifferent to pure hatred. <laughs> All right. Justin? Yeah. What about you? Did I like it? Yeah. No. Why? It's just... The same stuff over and over and over again, and it just got really boring and tedious. Yeah. That game just, lasted you know, way too long. Yeah, it yep. did. And I, I, I don't know why I liked it in the first place. I don't either. I don't know I, why I did. I mean, if <clears throat> we possibly did this show when it first came out or whatever, I'm sure I would tell you all the good things about it, because I remember loving it. I do, too. Eating the crap out of it and... It was not a good trip down memory uh, memory lane. Yeah. See, I, I'm continually wondering why anybody likes these games ever. Like, I, I never really liked them when I first played them. This one I didn't really play at all before, but I really don't like it now. I just, I don't understand where there's enjoyment that comes out of this game. I mean, a little bit of, oh, hey, it's cool. Spider-Man, Wolverine, and fucking Iceman are walking around together. But that. That that's it, and that does not a game make in my book. Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know. It's 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 hard to wow. It's hard to explain. I I I think my nostalgia came from the fact that I played this at a time where there wasn't that many games coming out for the 360. I had a 360 and picked it up and I was like, yay, a a game I can fucking play for this thing. You know, Um, like I said, I never finished this game because, you know, my Xbox kept messing up on me and stuff like that. So I just going back to it now, there there was a few times for me, I will mention, um, because I texted Matt. I think I may. I think I did a mass text. I can't remember about me pretty much giving up on it, 
uh, it was at Mephisto's realm because the game froze on me at the exact same door three times. And each time I would lose almost 20 minutes of progress. Mm. And that was like, after the second time, all right, all right, I was fine. It froze. I was like, all right, it's an old game. I get it. I went back, played again, froze at the exact same place. I was like, all right, there's something wrong with this fucking game. So I, um, what the fuck? Anyway, sorry about that. Somebody popped online that I've never heard of this name before ever. Um, but, um, it, it froze on me three times there, losing 20 minutes each time. And that's why I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done forever. And I texted Matt and then Matt was like, what'd you say? He's like, are you done, done? Yeah. I didn't know if you meant done, like you beat the game or done, like you completely gave up on it. Oh, done, done for the night. No, I thought, I, I, I thought you were asking me. Are you sure you want to quit the game? Because when you said, said, I thought you meant you finished it at first. No, no, no. I was, I was like, I'm done. I'm done trying. Um, and when you texted me that, I was like, all right, I'll give it one more shot. I swear to God, that fourth try, I went, I made it past it. I was like, God damn it, I gotta keep playing this fucking game. (laughs) (laughs) Which I wanted to say, the Mephisto's realm. I was like, oh wow, I feel like I'm playing Diablo now. Because I'm in hell. Yeah. So, um, as far as story goes, there's a few pivotal moments. Uh, Nightcrawler and Jean Grey are in Mephisto's realm, and you have to choose between the two on who to save. And I saved Jean Grey, and Nightcrawler died. Like, for real. Did ever what did did anybody choose anybody different? I chose Nightcrawler. Hmm. What did, did Jean Grey die? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, Matt, who'd you choose? I chose to save Jean Grey. Okay. Um What's wrong with Nightcrawler? Why did no one save him but me? I think Jean Grey is a more powerful mutant. Uh Jean Grey isn't. Phoenix is. Well, she can turn into the Phoenix. No. <laughs> Chivalry? See, that's a better answer, Drew. Oh, well, yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's, um, woo. Uh, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> that was a big one. Um, so he died. Um, there was a few other things. They're all side quests, basically, uh, that you have to do throughout the game. Um, uh, since I don't know Marvel, I'm not even going to delve into them. And since I don't like this game, I'm not going to dive into them. But I will dive into what I just witnessed, which whenever I beat the game, I just beat the game about an hour ago. Um, and I didn't realize this until after I beat it. So basically what happens is we have to leave Earth in order to find a way to beat Dr. Doom. Uh, Dr. Doom has captured uh, Odin and is using his power to multiply his abilities like a hundred times. 
So he's basically going to take over the Earth. So we have to figure out a way to to stop that. Well, the only way to stop that is by traveling to another planet and getting these two items. One of them being uh, a crystal. The other one being a piece of equipment that Galactus uses to devour planets. The muonic something? Yeah. Um... So we go to those two places. Uh, apparently, he, Galactus is on the, the Scroll planet, um, which I, I've heard of the Scroll mainly through Marvel versus Capcom, because uh, it's a Super Scroll. Um, but we get those pieces, and when we come back to Earth, the fucking Doom has taken over the fucking planet, and has like modeled it in his image. To the point where he's like he's he's placed like doom bibles talking about his prophecies and shit like that. It's really weird. Um, and uh, he has also found a way to change people to evil, like have mind control over them. And he mind controls a bunch of guys like Colossus and Cyclops and Psylocke uh, and all of the Fantastic Four. Um, and Captain America and Spider-Man even though Spider-Man was in my party but it, it, it was like a clone of him or whatever um, that's how they tried to play that off I did appreciate how Spider-Man was always in my cutscenes even though I never had him in my party yeah that was the same way with Elektra Elektra was always in the cutscenes along with Storm and Captain America Captain America wasn't in my party yeah so uh, or Thor. <laughs> I had Thor in my party for a, a chunk of the game. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. It, it, um, but yeah, so he takes over the fucking planet. I mean, straight up turns it into Doom World or whatever. Um, and has a lot of the heroes under mind control. So Deadpool shows up because that's my character. I just, I, I will mention this as far as a gameplay standpoint goes. Since I've been playing exclusively as Deadpool, if he ever does die in combat and I have to switch to my other characters, I'm pretty much screwed. <laughs> my other characters are so fucking useless because I haven't like, like I haven't put any type of skill points into them or anything like that. I'm, I'm auto spending them, and the computer is really dumb when it comes to spending skill points. Not to mention they're useless the rest of the game anyways, even when your main character is around. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I was beating up on something and they were just standing there. Yeah. Not doing a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Even when they do attack, it does no damage. Like, they, they can't finish a guy off. You know? I'm over here killing dudes. They're beating up on the same guy. After I get done killing all those dudes, I then have to go over there and finish off the guy that they've been ganging up on. Yeah, all three of them. I just don't get it. But that's beside the point. This is a Deadpool game to me. The Deadpool game is much better. And it's not even great. Yeah. So. Um, but the biggest thing is that after we beat Doctor Doom... Um, which that fight was kind of annoying to me because he, he's like on ice skates, even though we're not 
anywhere near ice or anything like that. Because every time I hit him, he flies across the fucking room. And then I have to run over there and hit him one more time. And then run over there and hit him again because he keeps flying across the room. Um, and that's why I said fuck it and pulled out my machine guns and just held them on him. Um, and you know, through, through, through the whole the doom castle or whatever, uh, you have to fight like dark versions of all the heroes. So like a dark Cyclops and dark Psylocke, stuff like that. Um, but the thing that I didn't know and didn't realize, and, and I was like, Oh, that's kind of an interesting mechanic until I went back and said, no, it isn't because it's fucking stupid. Is that the choices you make in this game affect the ending. Like, majorly. Because I remember you joined, I called you on the Skype call that we're on right now while I was watching the ending, and you heard my reactions to some of these things. Yep. So, one of them being, oh, you, you, you know, there's certain things, like, you save the scroll planet, and the scrolls come and to Earth, and they sign a peace treaty, and they have you know, happiness all over the place and stuff like that. But then there's some like, oh, you let Kurt die, Nightcrawler. And uh, uh, Professor X, like, couldn't take the uh, the pain. He went into a coma and then died. And then the X-Men disbanded forever. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it's like, and there's all these things. It, it was basically all having to do with the side quest. And since I hated this game, I didn't do any of the side quests. So most of the stuff was bad. Like, what was the one where um, you had to save this woman? It was right before the Galactus. It was the the part before the Galactus Planet Scroll stuff. There was a oh, woman. when you're busting up the generators. Yeah. Yeah. You were supposed to save that woman. Lalandra. Yeah. I didn't know how to save her. Um, so I couldn't. So she died. And that was part of the ending too. The ending was she died and all of her people, um, didn't help planet earth and a meteor comes to earth that they could have stopped, but instead it crashes into earth and all of the West coast of America is obliterated. And I'm just like, what the fuck? But it's like this what? guy's, yeah. See, I don't understand that because that woman was Colossus's sister. Was it? Yeah. So she's from another planet? No, Russia. <laughs> so a woman from Russia is the princess of another planet? Oh, no, that's not Lalandra. That's, um, oh, balls. What the hell is her name? Fuck. Yeah, Lalandra oh, was the, the princess of the whatever those people were going. I, it's, I know that's not her name I didn't think I'm pretty sure that was Colossus's sister right. I know who you're talking about yeah she was some I don't know what planet she's from but Professor X had a thing for her yeah um I don't know I don't remember names I don't care I don't I don't either that's 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 the thing <laughs> I don't care about this game and it's bad to talk about it it's hard to talk about it because I don't care about it but I, I, I found that the endings were fucking ridiculous because you didn't do this Really bad shit happened. I'm talking like millions died. You know? And I'm just like, okay, well, these side quests were boring. I couldn't find half of them. 
You know, there was one where, uh, oh, you didn't save Odin at the very end. I didn't know I was supposed to, for one thing. It didn't pop up saying, new quest, save Odin. I just left. And so uh, apparently Odin died there, and all of the Norse gods shunned Earth and, like, uh, didn't aid them for, like, an entire century while we were at a war with another planet. I'm like, okay. But then it, 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 there was something that contradicted it because I did do a side quest for another thing. And they're like, oh, congratulations. Uh, or no, it was like Odin died. And then it was like, because you didn't do this, Odin shunned the earthlings. I'm like, well, he's dead anyway. So yeah, who gives a crap? Yeah, it, it's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> I, I was just like, this ending is so fucking ridiculous. <clears throat> but it was it was all like being told by that one watcher guy. Um, and, uh, he was like, this is just a alternate timeline that you created and nothing is set in stone. Everything can be changed. And then it just, you know, faded to black and play the credits. I was like, wow, that was fucking stupid. I was like, what a perfect kick in the nuts to end this game. Well, while you were talking, I was looking up Colossus' sister because that's more interesting. Okay. Than the game. <laughs> Not huger is the game. It's yeah, a, yeah, I understand. Yeah, her, name's, I'm sure. her name is Ileana. And and here's an interesting side note. Mm-hmm. She was the former ruler of Limbo. <laughs> Limbo, like where, where you go when you die and you don't go to heaven or hell? Yes. What the fuck is up with the Marvel Universe, man? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff things, I guess. I, I I know they have an obsession for alliteration, also. But is his title really Stephen Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme? Yeah, that's too many S's. I mean, <laughs> S's are good. That's just too many S's. Yeah, especially well, for this podcast. Whole, <laughs> if, if you, if you uh, know um, some of the character names in Marvel, they typically have the you know. The the first name begins with a letter, a letter, and the, uh, the last name begins with the same letter. Yeah. Alliteration, sure, but to then give him a title that is the same alliteration as his name, yeah, come on, they got to stick with their shit. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, man. That's Doctor Strange. Apparently, they're giving Stephen him Strange. A, Stephen Strange. Apparently, they're giving him a movie. Yeah. And yeah, Ethan Hawke, right? Is that who they? Is that who they were going to do? Yeah, That's, somebody else wouldn't answer. Answer yeah. the call. I forget who. Uh, oh, I think it was Joaquin Phoenix. That yeah, Joaquin. Out. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix backed out. Yeah. Hmm. Last I heard, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, that's what I heard. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that worked. Uh, I do not care. You don't care about Doctor Strange. Overriding feeling. Yeah, I, I never cared about. A lot of the Marvel Universe, to be honest, because most of it is obviously the X-Men, Spider-Man, the, you know, your big stuff. But Doctor Strange, eh, I don't think he's a solid enough character to warrant his own movie, which is why I think Ant-Man might fail, because he's not a strong player in this universe. But Hank Pym is. Hank Pym is Ant-Man. I know, I'm just saying, oh. he's a big player. No, no he's not. In this game, he is. In the game? around like a nobody. Pretty sure he's dead in the 
in the Marvel in the comic books. I'm pretty sure nobody dies in comic books. Well, Come that's on. true, but I mean, there's some characters that need to stay dead, and if he's dead, he's one of them. I mean, they killed Captain America, and now he's back. Yeah, and they, I'm pretty sure they just finished killing off Wolverine, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they had that whole what, so many days to die or whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, they, and they killed Superman, but then no, he, no, he was just in a deep sleep, Drew. Yeah, he was in a healing coma. Yeah, that's so what it was. He what? He never died. He can't die. No, because he's just too. I hate Superman. God, I, I hate. Superman. I I really am not a big fan of Superman, mainly because he's just he's a god. You can't you can't nothing can stop him. Period, and it's just you know I'm just like come on, which is why I like Batman so much. Yeah, I mean uh, you, you can shoot Batman. <laughs> yeah, well you can't unless he's his arm. Yeah, see he's human. Yeah, he's just a badass human, and yeah. you know Superman sucks. <laughs> but the um, I don't know. We need to fill a little bit of time. Well, Superman sucks harder than this game. Okay, there. I said it. Wow. So I, I got one thing that I thought was real strange about this game. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're fighting a mid-tier boss. You're fighting him, you're fighting him, you're fighting him. And then three out of your four characters are dead. You can just walk away, portal back to the, the main area, sit there for five minutes, wait for your guys to revive, and then teleport back to fight him again. And he still has his health down. Hmm. Yeah, I never knew that. Sometimes they did. Who the guy you fight right before Galactus refilled himself though? Yeah, the big big dude. Yeah, they kept beating up on the uh, lab. Yeah, that that guy. That guy was possibly one of the harder bosses in the game. Mainly just, just because he had so much fucking health. But it's weird. Like what? What's the point? You might as well just let people save whenever they want if you're going to let them teleport back and save whenever they want. This game is <clears throat> in the cusp of that that time period where things were still kind of archaic. Yeah. But still... I can't tell you how many times I got... Like, my characters wouldn't move out of my way, so I'd be, like, stuck in a corner. Yeah. Couldn't jump over them. Like, my jump wouldn't work because people were too close to me. Yeah. That got annoying. Yeah, there that was way too often. There, there was so many times where like something would would pop up, and I'm like, "Is that supposed to be there, or is that this game just fucking glitching out again?" I was uh, it, this game is glitchy as fuck, and this game is this like there's certain cutscenes in this game that look okay. Yeah, some of the ones toward the end of the game, I could swear, look better. Well, they were they were they they were CGI. While the other ones were kind of in-game cutscenes, using the in-game models and stuff like that, but there were some that were like, I don't know, not not pre-rendered, I guess, or would it be pre-rendered? I don't know. I don't know the technical term. I don't make the shit. But there there were some cutscenes, like the one where Nightcrawlers kind of like you know going through his teleportation stuff and beating up guys. That is totally not in-game. You know, and, and the whole thing where it shows Doctor Doom taking over the planet, and you know him like almost killing Cyclops and 
turning Colossus evil. I mean that that's totally not in game either, and it looked good. You know, it looked decent at least. But I don't know. I think the best looking part of the game was some of the full screen art that they had. Yeah, loading screens. Like there was a couple of Thor ones. I was like, oh, that looks pretty awesome. Yeah, there was some really good ones I think in there. They're all from comics too. If I'm not mistaken, they were from different. Comics. Oh, those aren't original. They're they're pulled out of the the books. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Oh, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they were. Some of them were anyway. That could be. I know there's a lot of concept art and stuff oh, like that. Oh, might explain why they look better. <laughs> better than the rest of the game. Uh, now back to the six axis issue. I thought you could turn that off. I tried turning it off and that did nothing. Um, I still had to try turning it off before I load a game because I tried turning it off in game and it just didn't do anything. Huh. Hmm. Strange. I was, um, let's see if I can bring it up here. Uh, saw a couple tweets, I think last week about how, what's his name? Hold on. I gotta get his name. William of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, William. He, uh, he, uh, he was able to get his DLC on the PlayStation version. Interesting. Is that what I'm, is that what I was seeing or did I read that completely wrong? Uh, I can't really remember. Did he tweet to Phoenix Down? No, you and me and you and me. Hmm. Yeah, because he shows a picture of uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. It's from his phone. He was, I guess, using the PlayStation app, and it says he's downloading it. Hmm. Oh, no, he's downloading Phoenix Down. Never mind. Oh, I completely read that wrong. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, my bad. I was, I guess, still on a... Temper tantrum over that. Okay, my bad. Yeah, it's um. Never mind. It, it may be still available on the PlayStation Network. I don't know. Um, I guess I could always check, but uh, it's most certainly not on Xbox anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I don't care because I'm done with this game. Yeah, and you know what? There's not a damn thing I can do about it because this game is so cheap. I won't get anything for it. So it's going to stay in my collection forever. Never to be touched again. Yeah, no. Never. I don't never. know. I mean, to me, I know, Matt, you have a different opinion on it, but to me, Alone in the Dark still worse than this. I got so pissed off at Alone in the Dark. I never really got pissed at I did, too. I mean, you can't not get pissed off at Alone in the Dark. But I feel like still there's some innovation there to balance out the jankiness, to put it mildly. Here it's just it's just boring mixed with spikes of awfulness. Mm. <laughs> and you know, I think I agree with that. I never played Alone in the Dark. I watched it being played, and I thought it had some cool stuff. And you know, this game didn't. <laughs> So who's up for Marvel Ultimate Alliance two? No, I can personally. Well, so sorry, there. There, is, there, there is a story there, but I can. And I'm from, I've read it, so I alone, I, like that alone, would make me slightly more interested. The 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 thing that I know I hated Marvel Ultimate Alliance two because I remember it. 
I remember going back to it, or I remember playing it with my roommate, and we played through that entire game on a weekend. And it was weird because we just kept playing. It was hard. That game was difficult as shit. Um, but it was one of, one of those play sessions where you don't say anything to your, the other person you're playing co-op with. And then when we beat the game and the credits roll, and we just put down the controllers and looked at each other and we're like, what the f- that was a piece of shit game. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, that game sucked. And then we just, he ejected it from his 360. He was like, fuck it. I'm taking it back to GameStop. I wonder now if, since this one sucked so hard, now that we revisited it, I wonder uh, if the second one would suck still, or is it actually fun? No. <laughs> you don't know that. You haven't played it recently. God damn it, Drew. I can, I remember playing it, though. Yeah, but you remember playing this one. You thought it was fun. So I'm just saying, maybe if you revisit it, it could be more fun. Well, I'll tell you what, you go make your nope. own podcast and you host that one. Nope, nope. Because I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. If I do that, you're all, you're both of you coming with me. No. I'm going down, you're both going down with me. I don't, I mean, I don't want to be down on this game, but it really was. It was boring. Yeah. It was pure boring. It was the same thing. Hit A a bunch of times, hit B a bunch of times. Although I did start noticing when I did combos like ABA, ABA, or ABB or something like that, you know, the, the stun one or the knock the guy in the air, that is the, that, I swear to God, that is the most useless thing that happened to me every fucking four seconds, it seemed like in this game. And every time it happened, it annoyed me just a little bit more. Was whenever I pop somebody up in the air, I was like, don't pop them in the air, dude, because it takes forever for them to hit the fucking ground. I just want to kill this asshole. Well, jump in the air and finish him off. You can't do that. Yes, it w- you can? No, it, it, yes. I, I would jump in the air and do the little charge thing and then slam the ground. He's still fucking alive. I still got to run up to him and hit him a bunch of times. Well, then did did you ever stop to think to not hit him in the fucking air? Yeah, but I mean, it's, that's <laughs> that is the easiest combo to pull off. It's ABA. And you I'm know what? The, like, the only thing you had to do is keep hitting the A button or the X button. You didn't have to hit any other button. Yeah, why using two buttons? Yeah. <laughs> so that's on you, Drew. That is on you. But every time I did a combo, like when you started getting into that momentum, they, they, apparently there's an announcer in this game. Because every time I do it, you hear somebody go, fantastic. Excellent. <laughs> I never heard that once. Marvelous. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So, uh, maybe you're just making that up in your head. No, I know it did it. Okay, I've never, not even when I played it the first time do I remember that at all. Because you're not doing combos, you just kept hitting A. I did combos, just, you know, not not often. Because I thought they were pointless, just like you thought they were pointless. No, they pretty much are, except for, like, stunning a guy. And some of those enemies in, uh, in Asgard where this guy's immune to all damage until you do this combo on him. Yeah. That was annoying. Yeah, that was real fucking annoying. Oh, God. And there's so many times. I was actually nervous that the rest of the game was going to be just that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, this is the new mechanic, and they're going to put that in there to make it harder and pad it out even longer. I swear to God, I probably put, I, I want to say I put probably 10 to 11 hours in this game. I can't believe I put that much into it. Yeah. I put about 19 in. Well, <laughs> that's because of your six axis problem. Yeah, like literally that was four full hours on those on those two bosses. Mm. Fucking hell. That's just ridiculous. That's I know. Just, yeah. yeah, I would have broke stuff at that point, honestly. Yeah. 
I was close, but I'm like, I would much rather softly eject the disc and then break that than break my. <laughs> <laughs> did you break the Did you break the disc? Because that would be awesome. No, I didn't. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Pay too much money for it. Yeah, shit's expensive. How much money did you spend on it? Oh, twenty bucks. Oh fuck it, it's twenty bucks. I mean, you're never going to see that twenty dollars again anyway. Just fucking break it. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Hey, you could probably sell it on Amazon. For how much? Twenty bucks. I paid. No. I paid. I paid eighteen for mine. That was after shipping, of course. See, I was lucky. I got it for ten. So whatever. Oh. And I think that's the double game too. With uh, came with Forza. Mine, yeah, mine was the double game, but mine didn't come with Forza. It just came with the. That yeah, one they just they just gave they just gave me the Marvel disc, motherfuckers. Haha, <laughs> 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 you got slapped in the dick. Yeah, no, no, the game did that for me. Well, okay, well, that was your first slap in the dick. Yeah. That's when you should have known something's not going to be right. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know what? Purposely, I, I, I purposely, you know, suggested this game because I knew it was going to suck. Yeah. Now, oh. the tri- now the joke's on you fuckers. Ha, 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 ha. I had to suffer through it, too. So. I was about to say, you had to do it, too. So. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that's, I mean... There are no final thoughts in this game. Matt couldn't finish it because of broken six axis shit. I thought it was boring as fuck, and so did Justin. Yeah. It's just it, those are all of my thoughts. Yeah, it's it's. It, you know, at the time, I believe why I was so excited about it is because there, no other game brought the Marvel universe in at the, you know the way this one did. I mean, you can you had your you know fighting games. So it was like the first time it branched out to something, you know, where you could create your own team and play as different characters. I think that's what the excitement was. And I yeah. think deep down I knew this game was boring as shit when I first played it, but I didn't care because it was, you know, like I said, the first time Marvel Universe came together in a game. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is one thing I will have to give it. I It introduced these characters to me because I had never – I didn't know who the fuck Deadpool was before I played this game. Never even heard of him before. Well, that's because he wasn't popular back then. Yeah. And, you know, like I said before, I didn't realize Blade was a Marvel character. I just thought it was a Wesley Snipes movie. No. So, uh, you know, it was... It's interesting that this game did introduce me to the Marvel Universe. And I think it did an okay job. I mean, you didn't get much backstory... Well, because you you know going into this game, you you pretty much had to be a Marvel fan. You had to know something about these characters. Yeah, and if you didn't, you just didn't play as that character because you're like, who the fuck is Deadpool? I don't fuck that. You know, no. I, that was that was my thing. I think the first time I played through this game, I played fucking you know Spider Man and Wolverine, Storm, and and another X Man because I was like, I I know those characters. You know, I know the X Men. I know Spider Man. You know, I know I know the heavy hitters. So like I, I wasn't even really familiar with Captain America. I mean, I knew he existed, but I was just like, I always thought he was fucking lame. I was like, is, he still is lame. I don't know. I kind of like the him. movies were good, but the the I don't like the comic character. I just I just don't like it. I mean, him, the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, just everything about that universe. Those universes are just boring as shit. I dreadfully hate Iron Man in the comic books before the movies came out. So hmm. boring, so uninteresting, and the same goes with, like I said, with the Avengers and the Fantastic Four. I didn't give a fuck about them, and 
I still don't give a fuck about them. The movies are great. The comics, not so much. Huh. I haven't read many Marvel comics. I know William, the listener, he's 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 been trying to get me into them. Um, I did uh, read um, a pretty decent run of uh, uh, Avenging Spider-Man. And the reason why was because uh, Joe Mad, the guy, did the artwork for it. Um, I really love his artwork. Um, if anybody doesn't know, he's the guy who did all the artwork for Darksiders. Uh, really sharp edges, stuff like that. If you see his artwork, is unlike anything else. Um, and he did the first few issues of Avenging Spider-Man, so I, I read it. And it was not bad. It's basically Spider-Man teaming up with a member of the Avengers and fighting something. So... Sounds fun. I, I'm sorry. I just don't like the direction Marvel is going in anymore. I don't. Like, one of the Spider-Man comics out of... What do they have now? 20 different Spider-Man titles now? I, it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. One of them, Peter Parker's dead. And Spider-Man... Well, okay, let me rephrase that. He's not dead. Um, Dr. Octopus died and somehow transferred his mind into Peter Parker. So... Yep. Yeah, so there's no Is more that Peter sensational Parker. or amazing. I, I think it's sensational. I think I don't. It might be amazing. I don't remember which one because I just thought I read about that. I'm like, that's the stupidest fucking thing I heard. Well, no, the ultimate life. ultimate Spider Man. He's dead. That's right. And yeah, Miles Ben Riley's got his own comic. What? What? Are you serious? I'm pretty sure one of the Spider Man lines, one of the Spider Man comic runs, is Scarlet Spider. Ugh. Drew, in case Ben Riley, there was this in the seventies. There was this big clone saga that happened with Spider-Man. That was not the seventies. That was the nineties. <laughs> no, it had, it reha- it came back in the nineties. And um, it, I know Ben Riley wasn't in the seventies, but in the seventies they had this clone saga. And then twenty years later they revisited it, and it was basically Ben Riley was the clone of Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and. Peter Parker went through this shit of, am I the real Peter Parker or am I the clone? <laughs> so there was a long time where Peter Parker thought he was the clone and he just took under different names. He wasn't Spider-Man. He revisited like um, one point there was a character called the Amazing Bagman, which was Peter Parker in a Fantastic Four suit with a paper bag over his head. So we revisited that one. It's just a convoluted pile of shit. And... Never. If you're going to go back and read Spider-Man or anything, just skip that whole clone saga. Just skip it. It's the stupidest shit I've ever read, ever. Hmm. It's so back and forth. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the real Peter Parker. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. It's stupid. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'll tell you, the, you mentioned there's a million Spider-Man comics out there. Um, DC does the same thing. I can't tell you how many Batman comics there are. Yeah. I know, and it's like when you're out of the game of reading the comic books for so long and you want to get back into it, where the fuck do you start? Like, I want to try reading Wolverine again, but God, he's got just as many as Spider-Man, just as many as Batman. Which one do you fucking read? Where's the continuity? Which one stays with what's supposed to be happening in the universe? That's why I... Which one's canon? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I jumped onto the New 52 of the DC. Yeah, I will say, I've never been a DC fan, but... For all the uproar that it may or may not have caused, I do kind of like 
the new 52. Yeah. They, they, for a while there, they have had multiple events happen, but for a while there, probably about a year, they had a good run of, okay, this is what happening in this comic. This is what happening in this comic. You know, um, I was a big fan. I still am a big fan of Batman, just regular old ass Batman. Um, and that, that, that one ran pretty well. Um, uh, then they had like the whole villains month of like, it was all about the villains and their backstories and stuff like that. They did it with all the DC comics. So, um, uh, and I was, uh, big into the justice league dark because I'm a big fan of John Constantine. Um, and justice league dark, their first probably four story arcs was really, really good. Uh, and I highly suggest that to anybody out there, especially if you want to get into some DC comic book characters that you may have never heard of before. They introduce a lot of them in there, um, particularly magic users and stuff like that. So Constantine, Zatanna, uh, yeah, Dead Man, they're all in the Justice League Dark. Um, and those were the, the, the ones I jumped on for the New 52. I, I personally... I, I'm, I'm a digital guy now. I, I, I do all my comics digitally. When the new 52 came out, I bought every single issue number one. They I, gave away everyone for free a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, a couple of times. I mean, but, you know, when they first came out, you know, I didn't. Uh, I, but I, I, wanted, I was like, all right, I want to I be for real about this because they're saying this is going to be the new continuity. The only thing they kept was Green Lantern's continuity and Batman's continuity. Not they, the Flash? I thought he had some memory of... the. See, that's what happened with the New 52, was during Flashpoint, the Flash... I have all these. I just need to sit down and read them. You haven't, have you, you haven't read Flashpoint yet? No, and I've got it both physically and digitally. Okay. I don't, well, I don't, I don't want to spoil it for you then. Um, when, when you finish reading it, you need to go back and, wa- and watch the Flashpoint Paradox, that DC movie, yeah. the, the animated movie. It's fucking fantastic. I need to get through Blackest Night and Brightest Day first. You could skip Brightest Day. <laughs> um, that's not bad though. Brightest Day didn't really last that long, and then it just went right into Flashpoint. Um, but yeah, that's it's interesting. Then there was the new Justice League movie that came out, which was actually pretty good too. But um. Yeah, now we're talking about DC comics. We're just talking about comic books now. Yeah, I mean it's a good conversation though. I yeah, like the um, I like hearing about new because I think when I was on last, you guys pointed me in the direction of some. Yeah, I think I mentioned Morning Glories to you. Well, that's yeah, a good I don't one. think I read that one yet. Um, I really like Letter Forty Four too. Yeah, I read the first two issues of that, and I was like, that is really interesting. I've got the first. I've read the first dozen. So. Hmm. It's but good. It's the um interesting. Uh but yeah, I think Justin, you like the you were a fan of the show Lost, right? Yeah, I really did like Lost. You will more than likely like Morning Glories. I got to write that down cuz I keep forgetting that one. You got an iPhone? I do's. Okay. I don't know how it works on the iPhone, but Comicsology is what I use for oh. all my yeah, I that's what I use, too. That. Yeah, I use that. I hate it. If I use it, I mean read them because you can't – I don't know how it works on Android, but on iPhone, um, you cannot buy from, 
from the app anymore. Oh, have to, to be honest, though, like, yes, that's kind of a big deal, but the deals were never available on the iPhone anyways, I don't think. Yeah, they were. At one point, they were. Maybe it, Well, for a while, at least, they had stopped doing the deals, so you were pretty much buying them all on the computer anyways because it was cheaper. Uh, I, I, I just remember. I, I don't know why they started doing I'm pretty sure someone said it was because... It's because Apple wants a cut of any in-app purchases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so that that pisses me off that that yeah. has to happen, but it's kind of a, a nuisance, cause especially if I'm not around a computer, and I don't know if that if you can go to the actual website yes, on the phone, on the phone and well, do on it. On the phone, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. So I don't. I haven't tried it, but it's still it's a pain in my ass. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, the um, oh, I have the Android version, so I can yeah, I get all the deals. I can purchase them right then and there. Um, it's really sweet, but um, I have I have most of the run. Of uh, morning glories on um, on my phone. Yeah, I think I've got the first seventeen or so that I've read. Yeah, that's really great. It, it's it's basically if you you took the show Lost and then threw in a bunch of uh, teenagers who go to a boarding school, and it's crazy shit happens. And that <laughs> I can't. It, it, it's one of those, like, you know, in the episode of Lost, they'll answer one question, but then they'll leave the episode with, like, four more questions. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what Morning Glories does. Really? Yeah, it's it's fucking, it's really fucking interesting. Yeah, so definitely give that one a shot. If, if, any, if any comic I would recommend would be Morning Glories. Look it up now. For a while, this is exactly the type of comic I was looking for. So when I was trying to get back into comics... Um, I went around to a bunch of comic shops and like asked the people who worked there. I'm like, I kind of want to read some comics again, but I'm really like, I just, I'm not into the whole, I don't want to read a superhero comic. Yeah. I want to see what comics can do as a medium outside of Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, X-Men, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, these were exactly what I was looking for. Things like letter 44, um, Morning Glories, or say Lock and Key. Lock and Key. I was about to just say Lock and Key. Lock Written and by Joe Hill. Lock so and good. Key is fucking amazing. Yeah, so good. Holy shit, Lock and Key is good. Lock or the the guns. Like the thing that got me back into comics was, um, uh, the Dark Tower. Comics. Dark Tower, the Gunslinger and stuff. Yeah, that was and really. So good. that's really for for a while. That's all I wanted to read. Now I've I've branched back in. I'll read a little bit of everything, and I am back to reading a lot of Spider Man. But yeah. Which, I didn't what, know they made that into a comic book. Dude. With the Dark Tower? Yeah. Yeah. You you you, you read the Dark Tower? Uh, I read it when I was a kid. Uh, I never got through it because as a kid it was boring as fuck. <laughs> it's uh That's a good series of books, dude. Yep. It's uh Stephen King. That dude's weird. <laughs> I might have to uh pick uh read that again cuz uh I'm back into reading some stuff and What are you um, reading? Uh, right now, honestly, uh, Gone Girl. Oh no shit! Is, yeah, and that's <laughs> that's really good. It's written really, really well. That's one. But the, that's the movie, right? It's it was based off the book. Okay. The book was for yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's the movie that came out what, what last Friday. Mm-hmm. So. Big Ben. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Batman. Batman. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really good. I recommend it. Um. Yeah, I uh, I picked up. I'm not much of a reader as far as reading books goes. I want to be. But... <laughs> as far as reading books goes, yeah, <laughs> I'm not a reader. I read comic books a lot, so, um, 
but it, it, as far as like, instruction manuals, reading novels, I'll put it that way. Uh, uh, Comicsology's having. Sorry, not to interrupt, but they're having a Walking Dead sale. Dude, they have they have a sale every fucking week, dude. Yeah, I know, but every, every day, pretty much. Yeah, each issue is a dollar. Mm-hmm. I'm See, gonna have. That's the sweet spot for me. I the thing I like about Comicsology, and you know, it, if it was a perfect world, I I would still enjoy to read physical comics. But honestly, I'm a little bit too overprotective of them. So, like, I really don't get to enjoy them as much as I want. Like, I wash my hands before I read comics. <laughs> um, I, I don't, like, I don't open them all the way because I don't want to mess up the spine. Like, the thing I like about digital comics is I can just zoom in and get all up in it and not have to worry about anything happening to the issue. Yeah. I've, I've completely embraced that. The digital comics, I have every single comic I want on my phone. I can read them whenever the hell I want to, you know. And, and there was it was a few months ago. I went back and read the first two story arcs of Justice League Dark, and I was like, you know what? This is fantastic. I can, at a push of a button, I can go back and look at them. But more than anything, the thing that kills me about physical comics is three ninety nine price point for what amounts to like ten minutes of reading. Like I, I, I just can't. Like four bucks is so expensive for a comic. That mess. That's how much they cost in stores. Yeah, but if you just wait a couple weeks, you can get them all digitally for a dollar ninety nine. Well, then just wait. That's what I do. That's why I love Comixology. A dollar ninety nine for me is the perfect price for a comic. I mean, yeah. that's that's the yeah. sweet spot of what I would like to pay versus what I think I'm getting out of it. So then, you know, with so many sales that they have down to a dollar, that I think that that's a downright bargain. And two dollars, I think, is perfect. So, yeah. I'm, I. I buy comics on Comixology regularly, and I feel okay doing it. I don't feel like I'm wasting my money because I feel like I'm getting enough out of it to justify the cost. And, you know, if I don't read it that day, it's, it'll be there when I'm ready. Yeah. I'll tell you, uh, just looking through my, my library at Comixology, um, a, 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 it was a volume. I don't know. How, it was weird how they released this. I don't even know if it's new or not. Um, but I picked it up because I was like, this looks interesting. It was a thing called Scam was the name of it. Uh, I got Scam Volume 1. And it was about, it's not necessarily superheroes. It was basically like Ocean's 13, but people with superpowers. Like they were trying to rob a play or they were trying to steal like a, a bunch of shit. Um, I can't really remember all of the details, but they use their powers to basically try and rob places. Um, and that one was actually pretty cool. I actually liked that. Um, let's see here. What else did I have? Like, I got the like the image, like whenever they had the image thing where all of them were free. The first issues were, mm-hmm. uh, or was it was it image? Chew. Chew's yeah. pretty good. Chew's really good. Um, Justin, I don't know if you ever heard of that. Yeah, I actually got that first one when I was free. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't read much. I've only read the first two, I think. Mm-hmm. But it, it was interesting. Yeah, it was kind of like a dark comedy. Um, for listeners out there who don't know, Chew is basically about a uh, detective who, when he eats something, he can see the he psychically sees the history of whatever he eats. So he got the bright idea of eating a piece of a cadaver so he could find out who the killer was. It's weird. 
Yeah, it's weird, but it was interesting. It was yeah, it, it's funny too. There, there was there's moments of comedy in it. So, um, yeah, Ghostbusters, which they canceled it. So glad they did. Was it pretty bad? No, it was great. That I'm, that was I was being sarcastic. Oh. Uh, yeah, Ghost, <laughs> Ghostbusters ongoing. I like I had read news about it because this whenever I was deep into comics, right right after the new Fifty Two had started. Uh, they said, oh, we're bringing back a Ghostbusters comic. And the thing that got me the most was was that this is a, basically Ghostbusters 3. It, it takes place two years after the events of Ghostbusters 1. You know, they're still in New York. They're still trying to run the business. And it worked. It, it was fucking great. I mean, I, even now I say still read it. You know, they had a good amount of... Uh, ongoing. It's called Ghostbusters Ongoing. Was what what the that, the technical name of it was, um, but it was it was actually really good. I mean, like uh, it it had that they had that Ghostbusters comedy to it, and I really liked the art style that they used. I mean, it was more cartoony looking, um, and I really liked uh, it was cartoony as far as the characters go. But when it came to the ghosts, they had legitimately creepy looking ghosts. And stuff like um, it, it it was very interesting how they did it. But I actually really liked Ghostbusters Ongoing, and they they just fucking canceled it like a couple of months ago, and it pissed me off. I picked them up on your recommendation, but I haven't read them yet. Yeah, you should give them a read. They're actually really good. Um, did they at least were they at least able to end it, or was it? I don't know. I haven't I haven't read up to the ending. Okay. Um. So. But yeah, any other comics? I'm trying to imagine. Like to me, as far as the new Fifty Two goes, I haven't. I've I've gotten out of them recently. Um, in fact, I haven't read. I haven't been keeping up with any of them. But I haven't read. I, like I went back and read some of. Uh, picked up some of the old Batman's. The like the ones that I've missed. The only ones I keep up with now is Batman, uh, Justice League Dark, and Morning Glories. Um, is Justice League Dark the only way to, uh, I guess, catch up with Constantine, or has he got his own deal? Constantine, alright, so, it's weird. When they did the New 52, they rebranded everything, started everything back at issue number one. But, they left some of the Vertigo comics alone, particularly Hellblazer. Hellblazer is, I think, still going on, um, and they didn't change the numbering or anything like that. But they did bring Constantine in to Justice League Dark. That was the only way to see him then. Uh, but since then, they did a, a new. They had, they released a new comic uh, after the popularity of Justice League Dark went up, and it's just called Constantine. Um, and but but Constantine is still in. Justice League Dark, so it's kind of like a separate universe. So, um, but I, I highly suggest Justice League Dark because it's not just that they they have all the other magic users. Zatanna is a great character, I think. Um, you know, and and her and Constantine have history together. I mean, you know, they used to be a couple at one time, um, and they 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 introduce a lot of other guys. Like they had they had a crossover. Uh, with I Vampire, which was a new 52 series that they came out with. Um, and it only lasted like 
three issues where they had a, they had a crossover early, really early on. Um, but that was enjoyable because basically vampires tried to take over the United States and they brought in Justice League Dark to fight them. Um, that's, that was the, the thing I liked about it was like superheroes really don't matter in this because they can be beaten by magic. So like you can, you can beat Superman using magic. And that's what I liked about Constantine was that he's really just a piece of shit, but he's, he's really, he, he, he knows his shit when it comes to magic. So like, uh, I think like the, the introduction to Con- John Constantine and justice league dark is him getting beat up in a bar, but he purposely picked a fight so he could, he could feel pain and use it to make a spell. So, I, I was intrigued by his character. I'm not gonna lie; I didn't know anything about him until I saw the movie, which was really good. I really liked the movie. I like the character, so I want to learn more about him. And I'm kind of intrigued by the show. That I'm starts go- in two weeks. Or yeah, two weeks. Yeah, I'm going to watch the show. It looks bad, but I'm <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I will say this: I have I have finally watched a full episode of Gotham. That is shit. Yeah, it's yeah. That is yeah. shit. I don't think it's good, but yeah. I think it's worth watching. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm entertained enough by it to sit through forty forty minutes yeah. of it. Are, are you or are you entertained by the the cameos? Cameos and the the subtle. I don't know a lot of the you know characters in DC, but. I like the subtle hints, you know, they you know, the Easter eggs that they put in that I could, you know, notice. Yeah. I like the guy who's playing Penguin. Yeah, he does a good job. Um I, I, I'm I'm more intrigued, honestly though, by and I don't know if he was actually a character in the comic books. Um Bullock, Harvey Bullock. Yeah. I thought he was just introduced for the first Batman movie. I didn't think he was uh a, an actual character in that universe. You talking about the partner? Yeah, James yeah. Gordon. I, I didn't think I thought like yeah, he was um, for some reason, and I don't know why. But you know, in the the Michael Keaton Batman, I thought he was introduced just for that movie, and then carried over to the animated show for some reason. Nah, he um, yeah, he so. was yeah, he's always, he's always been in the comic, but uh, that that's what I was about to say. He was he he was in a lot of the animated series. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was always that douchebag who really didn't like Batman. Yeah, but he, then, but he was still a good guy, you know. And that his character intrigues me the most, honestly. Um, I don't give a shit about little Bruce. Um, I don't. Yeah, he's not really a focal point, and I'm sure he'll soon be a focal point. But oh, see, I, I hope they just I, used I him to bring like, people in, and I hope they're going to get rid of him. Well, I'd like. I mean, it's based around. I thought. See, I know it's a ba- based around the city and how you know the villains heroes became you know it's like an origin story but at some point you know we got to see you know little bruce you know become who he's supposed to become so i don't know about that then he's supposed to like go away and train for like 20 years or not or not 20 years i think it was like 15 i can't remember how many years he went and trained he went he went to go train at like 18 or 19 and came back at like 28 so it might have been about 10 years well, shit. Then we've got a lot of years of little Bruce. Because what is he like, ten or twelve in the show? Not like even that? that. Not even that. I think he's like nine. Okay, yeah. So you got a, you got at least nine seasons worth. 
<laughs> I don't think it's going to make it. That, that, now, what do you think? Did, did, did the Flash show start up? It did. I watched it the other Already? night. It was It was good. It was not bad. They they did a shit ton of nods in that one. Yeah, they didn't they didn't pull any punches. I mean, they had they totally had a a cage. Well, I mean, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen the Flash premiere yet. Um, but they totally had like it's on a, Hulu, I think, right? It, yeah, I think so. But they totally had like a cage that, that said "Grod" on the top of it, and like, oh, this the Gorilla Grod escaped, and we, you know, and then uh, there, there was a total, there was a ton of nods. I mean, hell, even Green Arrow was in it. Well, they're gonna do a crossover. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was already wasn't 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 Barry already yeah, in Flash, Arrow? Yeah, yeah Flash they, started as a spinoff of Green Arrow. Yeah. They introduced him in season two, uh, the same way you know they showed him, you know, getting struck by the lightning or whatever, and then you know that became a series, and here we are now. And I think in seven weeks they're actually going to do a crossover between the two, like an actual just you know like them fighting villains of each kind. Yeah, they're going to do something big with that. So and I up. think I think they're going to continue that too. I don't think this is going to be the only crossover with those two because obviously Justice League. You know, so do you think that DC does to TV shows what Marvel did to movies? Absolutely. Yes. And neither do you think either one will crack the other way? Do you th- I know that DC is planning a Justice League movie? Yeah. Are they going to be any good or is it going to be terrible? Well, see, and that's, I, Drew, I, I'm sure your input will be more valuable than mine, but yeah. the way I can described it is they're planning on doing it, a Justice League movie uh-huh. with everyone and then doing their each individual movies, which yeah. ugh, I don't know about that. I just don't want to see a movie made up of five different origin stories. I don't think you're going to see that. Uh, I think that's. I don't necessarily think they're going to dive into the origin story of most of these characters. I think why that that is like I don't know a lot about these characters straight up. So why start with the whole group and then branch out? Why not do it the way Marvel's doing it? That way you can introduce me to you know the Flash. Not I mean you know the uh, I don't really know. Um, who else is that? Wonder Woman. I don't know about her origin that so much. Aquaman. I don't give a fuck. But I, I don't know enough about these characters to dive into a, just a you know the whole movie right then and there. I need right. their backstories first. So why why DC is doing it this way is kind of boggling my mind a little bit. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, they're going to do a little bit of that with Batman Superman. Um, you have origins with that, though. You know, I mean, they can throw in a little bit. I mean, here and there. I know they said Wonder Woman is going to be in it. They've already said Aquaman is going to be in it. Um, I don't think they've mentioned Green Lantern. Um, in fact, I don't know how they're going to handle Green Lantern. Um, I think they may retcon that because I don't think I don't think DC really likes what they did with the Ryan Reynolds movie. I didn't have a nobody problem does. With, I didn't have a problem with the movie either. I thought it was fine. I know a lot of people out there didn't like it, but I thought it was fine. You know, I, I do, and that's coming from a. I, I don't know much about Green Lantern. I I really don't. So, as far as I can tell, you know who Nova is, right? In the Marvel universe, yeah, yeah. Isn't Nova basically like the the space police? Yes, that's basically what the Green Lantern Corps is. They're the space police. 
Okay. And you know, Green Lantern, how Jordan is, his his jurisdiction is Earth and the surrounding solar systems. Well, and I thought I, they... I can barely get into this darkest night. I hate the fact that there's a whole rainbow of police. Yeah. Yeah, because there's like different colors, right? There's yellow. It's all of the rainbow. Oh, oh shit! So, oh yeah, damn, weird. Okay. You got indigo. You got um, the pink, pink Green Lantern, the uh, yellow Lantern, red, uh, red Lantern, uh, Violet, Violet. I think is one of them. What the fuck? Yeah, and they all have different powers. They all they all go through different spectrums of uh, feeling. So like, uh, do they? What? Do they all use power rings too? Yes, they all have rings. Okay. Um, you know, like red is anger. Uh, uh, yellow is fear, green is willpower. You know they have all that stuff. Um, and there was a huge war. That, that's pretty much what Blackest Night is. The, the the black, the Black Lantern. So they fought each other. Mm. That it looks like they're all fighting the black. They're, they're basically they, all getting reanimated from the dead. Yeah, it's basically black is like death, obviously, and um. I mean, I don't want to spoil it since Matt's going through yeah. it, but it's um, you know, it, it, it it's interesting what they what they do with it, you know, um, and they like that's the thing with Green Lantern is that there's so much shit in Green Lantern that they could totally make a fucking television show out of it. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sure they will. I'm sure Flash is going to put up good enough numbers to where they're going to continue this, and maybe even possibly make a little Justice League TV show because that's what DC does best. Yeah. For some reason, they do that best on the CW because Gotham, eh, it's kind of missing some stuff there. But on the CW, for some reason, they do it really well. Smallville is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of got shitty at the end, but um, and you know, I, I enjoy Arrow. I'm enjoying the hell out of Arrow. Mm-hmm. And the Flash is off to a good start, so that wouldn't shock me. Maybe you know, in the next couple of years, we'll see a Green Lantern show. You know, if they if they want to go that route, I know that they want to look at big blockbuster stuff for um for their movies, which that could just be a separate universe if they wanted to. You know? Well, that's what it is, because isn't uh, isn't Green Arrow? Isn't he part of the Justice League? At one time, he was. Oh, he's not like one of the main characters. No, um, he helps out with the Justice League. He's joined them a few times. He's kind of like uh, the fill-in guy. Every like Spider-Man for the Avengers. Kind of, yeah. So was Flash part? So Flash is the Flash, same way. Flash is usually part of the event. Uh, not the Avengers, but the, usually a part of the Justice League. Yes. Uh, yeah, the, the Justice League guaranteed is obviously Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, the Flash, Green Lantern. Are usually your go-to guys. Martian Manhunter has been in it. Zatanna's been in it before. Um, oh, now we're bringing back memories to uh, a previous Phoenix Stone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, if if they decide to do it, now CW is just basically because if you look at Smallville, you look at Arrow and Flash, they're all basically teenagers because it's a teenage network. So how would that work with Green Lantern? If they decide to do that, uh, I don't think Flash is a teenager. Flash is yeah, it is. Well, I mean, okay, not by teenager. I mean, you know, late teens, early twenties. I mean, how Jordan could be in his late thirties or late twenties, you know, fighter pilot. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, if you look at, 
you know, all the heroes on the CW, they're not really that old. The the thing that's going to get me is, is that if they were ever to do a Justice League, well, I don't think it would ever happen because the CW is not big enough for Batman. Well, well they yeah, were big enough for Superman. Yeah, well, this is true. They were they were big enough for young Superman. Well, you but, ne- you never yeah. actually saw him as Superman. Yes, you did. <laughs> I've seen that scene. You see, you see him a silhouette of him going through the clouds. No, no. did you not see the whole series? You don't see him in the suit flying around. Uh, at the very last episode, you do. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I've seen that scene. He's, yeah, she, she, Lois Lane's flying away in a fucking plane. She looks out the window and you see a silhouette of fucking Superman. No, he fly toward the screen. Does he? Suit. Yes, the very last. Uh, scene in that last episode he's in his he's in a rooftop he fucking takes off his shit and he's superman and he flies the screen <clears throat> series but with that they never actually you know obviously called him superman it was just clark kent yeah or, or, See, or as far or, as a tv show in that vein goes i'm okay with that i mean yeah. we've seen superman a billion times that's why i was initially intrigued by gotham if you tell me it's batman minus batman okay I already yeah. have seen. I've seen many Batman movies in the last ten years. I've seen plenty. You know, give us a different take, and I'm I'm okay with the idea. Mm. See, I'm okay with the Gotham premise. Okay, it's 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 intriguing. I don't think they're doing it right. I don't know how else I would do it because I'm not creative and I suck. But I would rather see Bruce getting his training on. Because that's the intriguing part. Because they, I don't know how well they touched it on the comics. I, I don't know. And they, they, you know, they, 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 they touched it on it with, a, with a Dark Knight trilogy or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And that's the part that intrigues me the most is just his training and how he became, you know, the badass that he is. Mm-hmm. See, to me, that just sounds like another origin story. <laughs> and right. I, I feel and like I, that is done to death. I don't want another one for the next decade. Uh, see, I, I'm fine for Batman. I, I don't know. I mean, I know Batman. I just don't know his you know past, you know, which is why if they do it, if they do anything like that, I would like to see it with the way they're doing with Arrow with, you know, he's current now, you know, he's Arrow. And then they flash back to how he became, you know, Arrow and all he gained all his knowledge and power and stuff like that. That would be cool. Because yeah. I've always been intrigued by Batman's past. Not so much to where he's a fucking kid, but to so much where he's just like, you know what, something needs to be done. I need to do something and, you know, go off on his training expeditions and stuff. I'll tell you uh, something. Did you ever watch the anime movie? It was called Gotham Knight. No. You should check that out. I'm sure Ken owns it, but um, I own it on Blu-ray. And it's basically, you know how like the Animatrix was? You ever see the Animatrix? Yes. Okay. You know how it's divided into different, you know, it's different art styles, different stories, basically. Small stories, but in the same context. Yes. That's exactly what Gotham Knight is. Um, And they go into a little bit of his past as far as him being trained and stuff like that. That's actually a pretty good representation. But I'll be honest with you, as far as Batman goes, because I'm a big Batman fan, um... As far as Batman goes, I think the Arkham games have handled it possibly some of the best. And because the Arkham games, what they have done has established that Batman is fucking insane. Oh, he's messed in the head. The Batman is as crazy as these fucking people he's putting in Arkham Asylum. 
And that's, that was one of the great things, especially whenever he's, he's th- that whole scene in, uh, the first game where he's under the whole, the chemicals that, uh, Scarecrow puts in him and he starts like seeing his dead mom and stuff like that. I was like, that's fucking perfect. You know? And that there was that one scene, I think it was in Arkham City where he's walking, walking down a hallway and it turns into the fucking alleyway where he, you know, he saw his parents get killed. You know, and I was like, wow, this is, that's, that's Batman. Batman's fucking insane. And that's what I love about it. It's just he controls it. You know. I think that, you know, the Nolan movies are good. Um, I, me personally, I didn't like, as far as a movie goes, I didn't like The Dark Knight Returns as much as the other ones. Um, but as far as adapting what would happen in the Batman comic book and turning it into a movie, that's fucking spot on. You know, yes, Bane would take over Gotham City for months on end and hold everybody there hostage. That would happen in the comic book. But as far as a movie goes, that's that's far-fetched even for a Batman movie. You know what I mean? Well, it's, he had help, though, in the movie. He did. Tim. It's just true. But I'm just saying, it, that is it, Nolan basically took a plot from a, from a comic and just threw it into a movie. And that's well, fine. That's, that's what most of these comic book movies are, though. They take the premise from the book and just tweak it to make it a movie. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the Nolan movies have always tried to be more grounded in reality. You know, you don't have Mr. Freeze with nice beam shooting guys. You don't have, you know, Poison Ivy controlling plants. You know, it's you know, Batman's got his own supernatural villains, too. Um, that, you know, if you're trying to stay grounded in reality, it wouldn't work. You know, I mean, yeah, you could have, you could have the Joker as a madman. You could have the penguin running around as a mob boss. You but know, the Joker essentially held the city hostage in mm-hmm. the second. Kind of at the very end. Well, I mean, he, that was, you know, just him working up towards it. And I mean, Bane, you know, he wasn't the, the leader of that group. He just had the muscle behind it. And, uh, you know, I don't know. He. He had help. That's all I'm trying to say. I understand. I believe I, it, it could happen if it's well. If a plan like that is well organized, it, it, it could happen. So I can see the reality behind it. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed those movies. I do too. That's the thing. I love. I love Dark Knight. The Dark Knight to me was a great Batman movie. You know, I think it. You know, and I'm. You know, I'm not the big. Oh man, Heath Ledger was amazing. Heath Ledger did a great job as the Joker. He did he did his great unique take on the Joker, um, and I think he did a great job with it. But the the thing to me, the thing it, it made it, you know it made me so proud. I have to share this little anecdote. We got it. We going to wrap up pretty soon, but there was an anecdote for me. Um, I watched this movie in the theaters. Obviously, I'm a huge Batman guy. Um, I watched it with a friend of mine. We had a great time. When it came out on Blu-ray, I purposely, my dad doesn't have a Blu-ray player. Um, my dad, he knows Batman. Everybody knows Batman, you know. Um, but I purposely took my PlayStation 3 over to my parents' place and made my dad watch The Dark Knight. He had never saw Batman Begins, uh, but he knew what Batman was, obviously. And uh, at the end of it, and he summed it up almost perfectly. 
um, at the end of us. I said, so what do you think? And he turned and looked at me and he said, you know, this movie wasn't really a, about Batman. And I was like, what are you talking about? I said, this movie was about Harvey Dent. I was like, well, how do you mean? He's like, this whole movie centered around what has happened to Harvey Dent, basically how he, he came to be and then how he fell. And I was like, damn, dad, I didn't ever think you were that, you know, <laughs> philosophical. <laughs> but I was like, I, I was like, you know what? You're right. And I didn't even think about it that way. The, you know, the, the dark Knight's basically the rise and fall of Harvey Dent. And I was, I was like, damn, you know, and it made me think, and I was like, you know what? Nolan's pretty fucking smart for that. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. Superheroes. They've had their ups and downs. You know, yep. the Avengers. I love that movie. I think it's great. Yep. I don't know anything about those characters, but it's fun to see them on screen. Yep. I think they had great chemistry. The low point of the Avengers, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> oh, don't bring that shit back in this conversation. Oh, we're, we're, we're having a good conversation. We're going you? full circle, man. The boomerang has came back. But that is it. We're ending it. We are done with Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Thank Christ. Um, I do appreciate everybody listening. Uh, but I do want to mention, we are in October. You know what that means. That means it's Halloween time. Halloween time means we play horror games. The last two Halloweens, we played really shitty games. That we didn't like. Matt may have liked Siren. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Siren was confusing. The first game was Anna. I'm pretty sure we both hated that one. I went back and listened yep. to that episode. Wow. <laughs> That's an entertaining fucking episode. If you want to hear two guys just be confused for an hour and a half, listen to that episode. <laughs> and continue listening to our future episodes. Yes, yes, absolutely. But speaking of the future, it is Halloween time. Halloween time means we play horror games, and the horror game we have chosen to play, which I'm sure if anybody follows us on Twitter knows this already, we are playing Resident Evil. But not just any Resident Evil. We are playing the 2002 remake of Resident Evil, the one that came out on the GameCube and later released on the Wii. I need to mention that because Matt is going to be playing the Wii version. Yeah, I'm playing the re-release of the remake. There you go. I'm playing the re-remake. The re-remake, and then in next year, we're getting a re-re-remake on the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Which I'll be buying. There I'll you go. definitely be looking forward to that. Absolutely. So we are going to be playing through Resident Evil. <clears throat> now there is a question. I'm, I'm going to put Matt on the spot. Yes. Uh-oh. B. Choice B. B. Choice B. I don't know what choice B represents, but the question is, who do you want to play as in Resident Evil? Jill. You're going to play as Jill Valentine. I will play as Chris Redfield. And we'll see how we can talk about this. I'm curious because, you know, anybody who's ever played Resident Evil before knows that Chris and Jill play very differently. They go to different areas at different times uh, and they meet different people. So... I mean, there is some overlap, obviously, but we'll see how it goes. 
You 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 just chose easy mode, Matt. By the way. Hmm. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I mean, as far as a gameplay standpoint goes, I think Jill is a little bit easier to play as because she has more inventory slots and she, you know, she can play the piano, which is easier on. Like early on, you can get a puzzle done that takes Chris like fucking hours to get done. So. But yeah, I, truth be told, I have never played remake as Chris Redfield before. Now I've I've beaten the original Resident Evil as both characters. I don't know how many times, but Matt, I don't know how much you've played of remake. Uh, about two minutes, and then I shut it off and ordered a con- different controller. Okay, two minutes. You did not. You did not see anything. Uh, remake is a completely different game. Compared. First two minutes are pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, it is a completely different game from the original PlayStation version. The mansion is not the same. Uh, you will see some things like, oh, I remember this corridor. Um, they also play that to your, their advantage. So when you say, oh, I know what happens here, it doesn't happen. <laughs> then it happens later on, or, you know, and stuff like that. So, uh, And then you, you finally get to see Crimson Heads. Which we've been talking about this entire time, and you don't know what a crimson head is. You will find out what a crimson head is, and you will be terrified of those fuckers. I will be doing this to the best of my ability, playing it only at night and only with all the lights off. There you go. Oh, my hair crimson heads. Fucking bane of my existence, dude. Those things are fucking scary. (laughs) Those things are annoying. (laughs) What is Crimson Heads. You ever heard of them? Mm-mm. Did you ever play the remake? No. Okay. Um, it, well, yeah, it's not really a spoiler. Crimson Heads are basically what happens when you kill a zombie and you don't destroy its brain or you don't burn its body. Okay. You damage it. And all the blood, they explain it in the game, but all the blood rushes to the brain. The zombie gets back up. So you kill a zombie in a room, you leave the room. When you come back later on, it turns into a crimson head. All the blood has rushed up to its brain, and it's frenzied. And instead of slow-moving zombies, you got this thing going, and you don't know where the fuck it's coming from. Because the bad camera angles. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, there's a fucking zombie running at me right now and I don't know where it's coming from. And then it comes at you and just it just rushes you, bum rushes you. Scares the living shit out of you. I fucking hate Crimson Heads. Oh my god. I Now I'm fucking psyching myself out for this game. <laughs> so, yeah. We are playing Resident Evil Remake and I am excited. But anyway. All that said, please follow us all on Twitter. Uh, I am at DML Fury, and that is at R-E-M-G-S, uh, and Justin is at Killer Wolverine. Uh, you can also follow the uh, podcast itself. It's at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Um, you can tweet to us there. I post all of our podcasts there, so any anytime you want to say, where can I find the newest episode, check out the Phoenix Down Twitter account. Um, you can also leave us an iTunes review. We may have one. I can't check iTunes right now because it's being a bitch. Um, 
but you can leave us an iTunes review. We will read it on the air. Uh, other things that we will read on the air are emails. You can send me an email. Uh, you can tell us how much you loved Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and I will laugh at you. Um, but you can send me the email. It's drew at ztgd.com. Uh, and uh, you can also suggest games to us. Uh, we've pretty much got this entire year locked in. Maybe we may have time in uh, December to pull something off. Not too sure yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it for us. Any, any happy Halloween to everybody. Justin, happy Halloween because you may not be on. I, I, I'll talk to you, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Until, yeah. until then, but just in Don't case. Don't forget, too. Walking Dead Sunday. The Walking Dead comes back oh, Sunday. Yeah, I'm I'm going to my dad's to to watch The Walking Dead with him. Here's so. my my prediction. Mm-hmm. Glenn's gonna get killed. Glenn's gonna get killed, huh? Yep, that's my prediction. In the first, you, you say in the first episode or just in the season? No, in this season, Glenn's okay. gonna. That's my prediction. Okay. Well, that is that is a good prediction. I have a feeling they're going to kill Norman Reedus off sometime soon. No, I've read an interview. Uh, they got plans for him long beyond this season. Okay, <laughs> that kind of gets on my nerves because he's not even in the fucking comic. Yeah, but at this point, he's gained so much of a fan following that if they kill him, people will stop watching the show, which is absolute dumb insanity. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, that that's that's up for a whole another fucking podcast. But it's Norman Reedus. I think is a great actor. I like his character, but he doesn't need to be there. Which then again, The Walking Dead, the television show, is pretty much nothing to do with the fucking comic book at this point. Except uh, hey, there's zombies and there's Rick Grime. No, I mean they still have some uh, similarities. They do, but I mean, come on, it's its own thing. There's no doubt. Yeah. But they still I'm, I'm have. I'm okay with it being different. It's a different medium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it keeps viewers on their toes, especially people who've read the comic. Right, which is, you know, I'm in the process of getting caught up with that again. And, you know, it, it's got some similarities and it's got a lot more differences, but it does keep them on the, you know, toes, as you said. Mm-hmm. So I think they're doing a good job. I just hope that this season is, starts off way better than the uh, last season because last season started off really shitty. Yeah. Well, they're finally out of that fucking prison. Yeah. And now they're at Terminus, and I, I, I know who those people are. Well, everyone knows who they are. I mean, they were pretty much, you know, it wasn't a spoiler at the end of last season. I mean, we all know who what they are doing. Uh, if they if you haven't figured that out, then... They hinted at it, but, the, you know, you didn't, yeah. you didn't see it exactly. No, but they don't have to. I mean, that hint was clear enough. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if you don't know, then go back and rewatch it and you'll be like, oh. And if you still don't know, then you don't need to be watching the show. <laughs> well, that's not nice. I don't well, care. Well, we're going to leave on that then. So, happy October. Happy Halloween, everybody. We'll, we'll be back maybe next week. Matt, you want to try to go next week for Resident Evil beginning? Or are you going to wait? Let's figure it out this weekend. Okay. We can figure it out this weekend then. We may be back. We may not. We may have an intermission. I may invite somebody on to talk about comic books again. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Come back and we'll do Walking Dead. We can talk about The Walking Dead. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So uh, 
I'll try to get some type of content up next week. If it's not a full-fledged Resident Evil one, then we will try to do something. But until then, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And we are out of here. Uh, You guys have a great one. Catch you next week. Thank you.